Hello, everyone, and welcome into a special edition of Coach Time on the Believe Network. I'm your host, John Lyons. I'm going to be joined in just a minute by Cam Rogers of the Believe Network. And this is a special edition because Tuesday was one of the most monumental days, not only in the history of golf, but across the sports world. As the PGA Tour did something it said it would never do, they merged with Live Golf. The DP World Tour was also part of this merger. Massive day for golf. A lot of money exchanging hands, not just now, but over the years, and a lot of controversy. So I'm going to be joined by Cam Rogers coming up now to break it all down. Joining us now on Coach Time is Cam Rogers of the Believe Network and Stadium as well, well-known golf analyst. And Cam, I want to get right into it here because what happened on Tuesday was arguably the biggest development in the history of golf, maybe since the sport was invented. Just what's your initial take on the merger of the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and the DP World Tour into one entity? You know, there's so much to break down here, John, and good to be, good to be with you here. Listen, golf was invented in the 1600s. I don't think we've had a day since the invention of golf like what we had yesterday here with the PGA Tour, European Tour, of course, the DP World Tour, and Live Golf all combining into one. What is shocking to me is that you have a man leading the PGA Tour a year ago saying all of the things that staying on tour is good, going to live is bad, live is immoral, the Saudis are sports washing, you never have to apologize for playing on the PGA Tour. So what changed in 365 days for Jay Monahan to just pull a complete 180? Like we are talking about here, John, a situation where Jay is essentially a politician, just flip-flopping positions, but we're seeing it in sports. Money. Money talks. And it makes me wonder, is there sincerity in the world anymore amongst our leaders? Because this is sad. And the players have to be mad, particularly the PGA Tour players who stayed. McElroy, Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, down the line from there. They went to bat. They stuck out their necks for this guy, Jay Monahan, And they get nothing. They get him turning his back on them to cash out with PIF, which is the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia. So, you know, the hypocrisy is just saddening, number yeah. one. Um, but I think, hopefully, I'm positive about this, that we will have a unified front in the game of golf, and I think next year we may see that. You hit on a lot of good points there, Cam, and you use the word sad, you use the word hypocrisy, the word I would use is disgusting because when you have Jay Monahan and you, you hit the nail that a year ago, this isn't like this has been a five year competition, a 20 year. This it's the first live golf tournament was June 9th last year. It hasn't even been a full year technically. Yeah. And for him to go on national television and talk about, oh, you don't need to apologize for being on the PGA tour. And for him to invoke 9 11 and Saudi government connections with hijackers to invoke that and then a year later take the money to me look we know money drives a lot of things in the world and most of the time in sports it's about the money we get that we know it but to go to that length and say those things and take that hard a line 
and then take the money literally less than a year later. I think it's disgusting. It's hypocrisy in its highest form. And look, the PGA Tour players, who, by the way, were not consulted on this move, they're in yep. a brutal spot because if I was one of them, if I was Tiger, if I was Rory, if I was John Rump, I wouldn't want to play on the PGA Tour anymore. The problem is, where else can they go now with this giant merger? They can't go to the European Tour. They couldn't go to live if they wanted to. So now the players, and look, they're going to make more money. I get it. But morally, and as far as just saving face, they made out worse than anyone else because not being consulted and turning down all the money they turned down to take a stand for their leader to go ahead and surrender to it less than a year later. I just... I think it's a disgusting episode and maybe the clearest example we've ever seen of money coming before morality. Totally. Totally. I mean, if anybody out there thinks money doesn't rule the world at this point, I mean, it does. It drives decision making. And it's a big reason why the PGA Tour and Jay Monahan extended an olive branch to live. And I say that because, yes, money in the sense that Jay wanted to get paid was a factor, but also spending money was a factor. And I mentioned that because you had ongoing litigation between Liv and the PGA Tour as far as antitrust laws are concerned. John, that could go for years. Yep. And we know that PIF has $500, $600 billion in assets. They could go on forever and keep paying their lawyers. The PGA Tour can't do that. They would run out of money. So I think Jay knew that. And he had to, in a sense, extend an olive branch. If you can't beat him, join him. So I think that's what's going on here. I'm glad you brought up the litigation because I do think that was a big part of it. And I think the money piece, though, I understand Saudi Arabia has unlimited wealth, essentially, to battle yep. for years and years. But, I mean, we're not talking about a broke organization, the PGA Tour. Like, they could have fought for a long time if they wanted to. What I'm wondering, and I want to get your thoughts on, do you think there was any concerns about the discovery phase of a lawsuit? Would things come out that would embarrass Jay Monahan, embarrass the PGA or its players? And they said, you know what? Not only is this going to be a long battle that will cost us a lot of money, but we're going to get embarrassed in the short and long term by discovery. Do you think that played a significant role in this as well? I do. I do. And I think both sides would lose in that fight in the sense that secrets would be revealed and all of this. So they knew, both of them knew from a PR perspective, this is not good news. And PR matters a lot right now to live because, of course, they're trying to do the whole sports washing thing. Yeah. So, you know, why make their PR worse when they're trying to actually improve it by doing this whole live thing? So, yeah, it all makes sense in the end as far as that stuff is concerned. And now we have Jay Monahan, the CEO of this new entity, reporting to the governor of PIF, who will become the chairman of the board of directors, the highest level of professional golf will be run by the Saudis. That's yep. crazy. And this is, by the way, a similar offer was made to Jay Monahan four years ago by the Saudi investment fund. He rejected it. So essentially they started the live tour and in the end, they kind of got what they wanted originally when you look at how this deal was reached, because the PGA Tours Player Advisory Council met with officials of the PGA on Sunday, no mention at that meeting of this deal was in, made in that meeting. Yet Jay Monahan mentioned that this had been a couple months in the making. How do you what do you make of this deal and how it was made? Do you think 
that they had to do it in secret or they wouldn't have got it done? Or do you think they were just trying to be shady and get away with it? What do you think of the process here? It's all very odd because you just think about these players who, again, went to bat for Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour. Rory McIlroy is on the PGA Tour policy board, and he had no idea about any of this. So I think it's shady. Some sort of heads up would be great. Maybe major champions and elite golfers finding out on Twitter isn't the best thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, these poor guys are already not poor guys. I mean, they're very fortunate folks out there. I get what you mean, though. I mean, they're in a tough spot, though, right now. They're in a tough spot because they pay a lot out of pocket already as independent contractors. Remember, John, this isn't like the NFL or MLB where you are taken care of when you are under contract. These guys are on the road. They're fighting for their tour cards. So not even talking about Rory. Let's talk about the guys who are just inside that top 125 hanging on to their tour cards, paying out of pocket, trying to scramble and make cuts to sustain a living. Those guys, too, probably feel slighted and shaded and could have taken the money on live and set up their family for life and then come back to the PGA Tour. So I think those guys in particular who are fighting tooth and nail to keep their jobs are big losers in all of this. And I think the big winner is actually Brooks Kepka. He got the bag, $125 million before even hitting a golf shot. Might have been 150 Wins a bunch on Liv. Wins the PGA Championship as a suspended member of the PGA Tour. And then, oh, come on back, Brooks. It's all good. What, Liv Tour? What? Yeah. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, and like when you look at the product of Liv, I think there's a lot of people in the golf community, especially the PGA, that really look down on the product. I think the PGA consistently had a better product. And even the Liv viewership numbers were through the floor. They're broadcasting on the CW. Washington. That? Nobody. Well, the evidence is nobody because in the Washington, D.C. area for Saturday golf on Liv, it averages about 3,400 viewers, not even 3,400 households, 3,400 total viewers in Washington, D.C. That's just one example. There's other cities with similar numbers. So when you look at the product now, okay, so we don't like the merger. We have concerns, all that. It's going to happen. You look at the product. Is there anything from Live Golf that you think we're going to see on the PGA? Or is this just a matter of the Saudis got what they wanted four years ago and we're going to see everything the same on the PGA that we already see? I think we'll see some elements of Live Golf. By the way, all three tours or are going to operate individually the rest of 2023. And then we'll see what happens in 2024. But I do think we'll see some team elements into the schedules, maybe some other Live things involved as well. But Live Golf, as we know it, I think is going to dissolve. And then who knows what the new name of this thing is going to be? Like, is PGA Tour still going to be the brand? I don't know. Remember, PIF kind of rules all of this at the end of the day. As far as decision-making is concerned, you can say what you want, that Jay is the CEO and uh, PIF isn't really on the board or anything like that. doesn't really matter when you think about it. So I do think there will be some live elements to it. I think the team aspect is interesting, but it's not going to be like the Baltimore Ravens and the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Boston Red Sox. Like, it's not going to be that kind of teamish because these guys aren't regionalized. It's not like the team is yeah. based here and all that. That's how golf goes. It's on the road. So, yeah, I still think we have some ingredients of live involved here. And last question I want to ask you, and you brought this up earlier, and I think it's a great point. 
you had guys in the PGA turn down a lot of money. And I know Tiger Woods with that 800 million was the headliner, but there was a lot of guys that turned down substantial sums of money to not join Liv. Now that these entities are merging, is anything going to be done for those guys that turn down Liv? Are they going to get some of that money? Are we going to see PGA Tour purses continue to climb as they have in the past year? Are, are there, is, or is it just like, hey, too bad for you. Mickelson and Kepka made way more money, and now you're just going to have to catch up. Like, is there anything that can be done to kind of restitute those guys who tried to take a stand and it's out of their control that they're now part of all this? Certainly things can be done. It's whether they actually will be done. And of course, Jay Monahan said right now it's just a framework. So there's a whole lot of negotiations that have to happen here. And I guarantee you one of the key talking points amongst these PGA Tour players who decided to stay is what do we get out of that? We went to bat for you. We preached the PGA Tour. It rules over live. You turned your back on us. You got the bag. How do we get money out of this as well? And I think there will be some negotiations involved there. And otherwise, you could see some guys walk away from this, like you said earlier in the show. And we did not mention one Tiger Woods yet. I don't think he gets involved in this at all. I'm pretty confident in that. Yeah. Yeah. And you did say to me the last time we talked that you wouldn't be shocked if Tiger never really golfs again. Correct. You wonder if this nudges him further and further in that direction. You know, unfortunately for the game of golf, they'd be without their best player of all time. He is Cam Rogers. Cam, tell the people real quick uh, where they can find your work. Yeah, find me on social at Cam Rogers Live Stadium, 9 p.m. Eastern time on Friday nights. My Believe Me show with Brandon Lang and Clay Harbor. Good to be with you, John. Appreciate your work as always. Awesome. He is Cam Rogers, golf expert, betting expert. Make sure you find his work. It's always great. Cam, thank you for taking the time. And uh, who knows, maybe there'll be another golf emergency for us to get together for in the next few months. Get ready for this summer. I'm buckled up. It should be fun. All right. Thank you, Cam. You got it. Please stay tuned on Coach Time for a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back into Coach Time. Thank you to our sponsors for that brief word. And thank you to Cam Rogers for joining us to talk about this PGA Tour and Live merger, which does include the DP World Tour in Europe. I just want to give some basic facts here for those of you that uh, in the interview, we kind of really got into it. So I want to give some basic facts. The deal was announced on Tuesday. It was reached without the knowledge of players on either side of that. PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan had previously said that he would never merge with Liv. He did not want to be part of that tour. He even invoked 9-11 to say that the Saudi government was not worth doing business with. And again, that was just under a year ago. The agreement takes effect after the 2023 season. And the PGA Tour Advisory Board, the Player Advisory Board, again, met with the PGA Tour officials and had no idea this was going to happen. And the Saudi Public Investment Fund, otherwise known as PIF, is the main investor and sponsor in this new golf entity, which as of this time, we don't know exactly what the name will be. PGA Tour did have much higher ratings and a better overall product than Live Golf, but now they're going to be under the same umbrella. They still may operate as two different tours, but they're going to be under the same umbrella. And as I said to Cam, it's a frustrating day as a sports fan because I think this is something that we saw hypocrisy at its highest, at its highest level. But also what concerns me is the Saudis made this offer four years ago. 
were told no, went through a lot of trouble, invented a whole golf tour, eventually got what they wanted. What I'm a little concerned of, what if they try to do this in the NBA or the NHL or Major League Baseball or the NFL? The NFL might be the toughest one because it's such an American juggernaut, but it's still possible. They still have enough money. $600 billion can buy you a lot of professional sports teams in America. And look, I'm not saying that everyone connected to the Saudi government is bad and the Saudi Arabian people are not bad people. I want to be clear about that. But you do have a government as a whole that has a lot of human rights violations, that flouts international law often, that, yes, government officials in Saudi Arabia, governments have been, uh, documents, excuse me, have been declassified, had connection to the 9-11 hijackers. I'm not saying the Saudi government planned it or was part of it, but Saudi government officials had connections. For that to then just kind of be pushed aside for the money is kind of gross to me. And it does. Cons I don't want that to be a part of the rest of American sports. Now, if over time the Saudi government significantly reforms, which I think a lot of people hoped would happen when Mohammed bin Salman became the forefront of the government as crown prince. If that really did happen, then yeah, I'd be open to it. But at this time, there's still human rights violations. Jamal Khashoggi was still murdered. So I, this is something to me, I don't want to see become part of other American sports. And, and I'm a little concerned, more than a little concerned. I'm really concerned that not today, not tomorrow, but in three years and four years, that this starts to become part of American sports. And unless they have real reform, I don't want it there. And that's not just them. That's any country, any investor. I don't want owners, executives of pro sports teams in America who have connections like this, whether it's to that country, a different country, wherever, just in general. So we're going to have to really keep a close eye on this. It remains to be seen. It is something that really concerns me. And look, we know what's going to happen. People are going to be pissed. A year from now, two years from now, they're still going to be watching golf. But I hope they don't lose sight of who's really behind it now. Because if you lose sight of who's really behind it, no reforms will ever happen. But if you always have that in mind, maybe there can be incrementally some positive reforms in Saudi Arabia. But I'm not holding my breath for that either. Thank you for listening to this episode of Coach Time. And a huge thank you to Cam Rogers for joining. I'll be back next episode. Amari McPherson, who covers the Cleveland Guardians for the Believe Network. I'm going to talk all things Guardians and MLB with him on the next episode of Coach Time. Thank you.